This is episode 282 of the AWS podcast, released on December 9th, 2018. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the AWS podcast. Sam Alicia here with you. Great to have you back, and I'm joined by a special guest today. I'm joined by Divya Sri Kumar, who's the Senior Product Manager at AWS for one of our recently launched services from reInvent. Welcome to the podcast, Divya. Thank you so much for inviting me uh, as a guest speaker. Good to have you here. As, uh, I know a lot of our listeners will be very excited in what you're announcing, which is the new AWS Global Accelerator. And this is certainly something a lot of customers have asked. And as most people listening know that uh, our roadmap is basically 95% driven by what customers request. So I'm sure you've heard this request a few times, Divya. We want global networking. <laughs> Yes, uh, it's something that's been constantly asked by our customers, and we are really excited to tell them that uh, we have launched this product um, as per the request that we have received from our dear customers. So tell us, what is the AWS Global Accelerator? So uh, the AWS Global Accelerator is a network layer service, uh, which improves application availability performance and uh, provides easy manageability uh, for um, customer applications that's hosted in um, either a single AWS region or multiple AWS region. Um, And how it works is basically customers will get a set of Anycast IP addresses, and these IP addresses are static and and can be tied to applications either in a single or multiple uh, AWS regions. And uh, the Global Accelerator will uh, manage your traffic to the uh, most optimal endpoint based on constructs such as performance, um, client location, application health, uh, and also customer uh, configurable policies. So that's really interesting. And maybe let's compare and contrast because if we think about it, a lot of customers would be familiar with doing latency-based routing using DNS and Route 53, et cetera. This is using a technology called Anycast. And so maybe explain why we're using Anycast and how that allows you to have more flexibility in terms of where customer workloads are routed to. Um, So Anycast is basically a a network uh, technology, uh, which means that the same IP address is going to be announced from multiple edge locations. Um, And the benefits of Anycast is that um, now your client traffic can ingress onto the AWS network as close as possible to uh, the users. So you, uh, uh, so what happens is that because the same IP is anycasted uh, across our edge network, if you have a client connecting from, say, uh, Japan, they're going to ingress onto our network uh, from a pop uh, closest to uh, him or her in Japan, and it will traverse the AWS backbone to go to the optimal region. Um, and also, Anycast makes it possible to give a fixed static IP, which customers can easily whitelist uh, in their applications or DNS configurations. And they don't have to worry about uh, this IP address changing, so they have to re-update uh, DNS records or firewalls um, and any sort of applications. This is going to um, uh, be fixed, and customers can be uh, rest assured that these IP addresses won't change. That's a that's a big deal because that uh, avoids the issues of DNS propagation and delays and inconsistencies whilst taking advantage of that quality backbone network. Sure, and that's actually one of the uh, main benefits that um, we provide as well. So, uh, in case of um, uh, you know having 
DNS based load balancing, uh, your DNS service might uh, provide you the right IP at the right time. However, uh, client applications or resolvers can cache these IP addresses for uh, longer durations, due to which uh, you know there could be an application uh, downtime in case your application fails and um, uh, e and the uh, DNS service sends you the correct IP address because your resolvers and client applications will still cache the old IP address. So it's mm, it's definitely mm. a a big benefit for customers, especially if they have critical workloads on AWS and they want to ha- achieve a high availability configuration. And, and what kinds of traffic does the AWS Global Accelerator support? Like, is it is it basically focused on HTTPS or what? What's the what's the target, if you like, uh, for customers? So, um, Global Accelerator is um, a service that works on the network layer of the OSI model. So, we support all TCP and UDP workloads. Um, so, HTTP, HTTPS are all a part of um, you know uh, the TC, uh, TCP network layer. So, we support both TCP and UDP. That's great. And so, what are the what are the kinds of customers that really would get the most from this service? Like, who do you think uh, has the most to gain? So, there are three types of customers who uh, will benefit the most from Global Accelerator. The first um, are those customers who have critical applications on AWS that require the highest availability and uh, superior performance for their applications, uh, especially their applications that uh, that are intended for global users connecting from all over the world. Um, the second type of customers um, are those customers that require a single static IP address, um, and they don't want to manage multiple IP addresses, one per availability zone. So uh, it's easy for them to whitelist that single um, IP address into their security applications or uh, uh, you know DNS records, and they don't have to worry about constantly updating them. Um, and finally, uh, we have the third type of customers who uh, really want fine fine-grained control over their traffic management um, across regions or even within the region uh, where they want to set uh, uh, some sort of rules uh, via traffic weights uh, where they can um, you know, granularly control the amount of traffic that's going to each endpoint. So that means you can not just rely on automated rules to route that traffic, but you can control or, or set in place policies that you want the traffic to go to, which may be useful for migration and other types of activities. Definitely. And that's uh, another use case for Global Accelerator. So customers who want to migrate from uh, one endpoint to another endpoint or who want to migrate from one region to another AWS region for whatever reason, it could be stack up, stack upgrades, performing test, performance testing, etc. What they can do is they can uh, tie their uh, Global Accelerator to uh, multiple endpoints. Um, or multiple endpoint types rather. So they can have one NLB and another ALB, and they can slowly dial down the weights for uh, one endpoint type to zero so that we'll start sending traffic to uh, your active endpoint type and you can easily migrate from one type to another. Well, you mentioned uh, those multiple endpoints. What are the endpoints that are supported by the Global Accelerator? At launch, we will be supporting uh, three endpoint types. Uh, The first one is uh, the network load balancer, second is application load balancer, and third is elastic IP addresses. And these uh, endpoints could be either in a single region or in multiple regions. 
And it's interesting, you know, sort of tangentially we've touched on the concept of, of using this with a, a single region. And if we think about it being a, a, a global accelerator and, and really balancing load across the world in multiple regions, what would be the use case for using this in just a single region? Um, so there are a couple of uh, benefits for customers who run their applications only in a single region. So with Global Accelerator. So the first is uh, by using Global Accelerator to front your single region applications, you're in- increasing the quality of service for your internet clients by onboarding um, your traffic onto the AWS global network as close as possible to your end client. Uh, and you do get the benefits of improved performance by using the AWS global network to connect to your applications hosted in a single region. Um, second is, um, since uh, we provide a static uh, IP address with the global accelerator, you get the freedom to easily move your applications between AWS regions without changing your uh, public interface. So this means you can plan for the future, knowing that if your needs change, you can easily migrate or add additional AWS regions without worrying about how your clients will connect to your applications. So that's very handy when you think about the fact that we have a, a number of regions coming on stream all the time. I think uh, a couple of months back, we announced that the uh, the Italy region is going to be available. So a customer could deploy maybe one of the existing European regions today, knowing that they could migrate to the Italy region when and as they're ready to without having to make a, an application change. Would that be fair? Yes, that's um, that's absolutely correct. So they don't have to worry about making any client-facing changes uh, as and when they scale out their applications to multiple AZs or multiple regions. Your uh, The Global Accelerator provides a static IP, which uh, becomes your application's fronting interface. And how does the pricing work for this service? In terms of pricing, um, we have two dimensions uh, in which customers will be charged. The first one is a fixed fee. So for every full or partial hour uh, that uh, an accelerator runs in your account, you are charged um, a certain fee. And second is uh, the data transfer premium fee, uh, which is a rate per gigabyte of data transferred over the AWS global network. Um, And this uh, rate depends on the AWS region that serves the request, uh, which we call the source, and the edge location where the responses are directed uh, to, um, which we call the destination. Also, uh, another important thing to note is that this rate is charged on the amount of data transferred either inbound uh, to AWS or outbound to the internet. Uh, We'll charge um, on the dimension which is higher. That's really handy. So basically... Pay for pay as you go, pay for what you use. This is the way we like to do things for customers. Yes, um, and that's that's how we do it at AWS. So it's completely a pay as you go model. Absolutely. And so, how would a customer get started with the AWS Global Accelerator? So you can easily get started with setting up an accelerator through the API or through the AWS Management Console. Uh, in the AWS Management Console, Global Accelerator is housed under Networking and Content Delivery. Uh, So three easy steps uh, will help you get started. Um, So first one is creating an accelerator. So you can create your accelerator by provisioning static IP addresses um, by specifying the address type. Uh, At launch, we will be supporting V4 address type only. Then you configure one or more listeners to process inbound connections uh, from end clients to your accelerator based on the protocol and port that you specify. The second one is configuring endpoint groups. 
So uh, endpoint groups uh, will be one per region. So you need to choose which all endpoint groups uh, the accelerator will route traffic to. And the third one is registering endpoints for that endpoint groups. Uh, the type of endpoints is going to be NLB, ALB, or EIP. So you can start registering endpoints for each of your each of your endpoint group. So these three simple steps will uh, will help you create an accelerator, and then you can start using your accelerator soon after. That's great. And we announced at launch it, the uh, AWS Global Accelerator will be available in eight of the commercial regions. You can check the uh, availability regional list uh, link in the show notes to see where we're at for your particular region. And of course, I think, uh, Divya, the team's going to be working hard on getting this out to lots of other regions as well. Yes, that's absolutely right. Um, Soon after launch, we are uh, working on expanding support for uh, all other publicly available regions. Fantastic. That's great. Well, Divya, thanks so much for coming on and sharing a little more about this uh, new service that hopefully a lot of our customers can make good use of. Sure. Uh, it was definitely my pleasure. Um, and uh, I hope um, our customers have fun using the product. Um, and we are also eagerly awaiting feedback from uh, all our customers on uh, their experience using the Global Accelerator. Absolutely. That's great. Thank you so much. And we do love to get your feedback, AWS podcast at amazon.com. And until next time, keep on building.